I'm Chris. And I'm Ben. Creators, creators of, of Dead Dudes. Dead Dudes. And you're listening to... Spoiler Country. You <laughs> <laughs> did it. It's time to enter the spoilerverse via our secret portal at the exclusive Arctic Club in beautiful downtown Seattle with our hosts, John and Kenrick and Jeff. Welcome to Spoiler Country. Hey, if you're listening to our show for the first time and you're on one of the social medias that we're on, like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, any of those kinds of things, you should always check us out on spoilerverse.com. But if you want to keep up with our latest episodes, you should bring out your smartphone, get into your favorite podcaster, find Spoiler Country, and hit subscribe. Then you'll get all our new stuff. And if you want to reach out to us, you can do that in two ways. You can call us and leave a voicemail at 707-656-2080. Again, 707-656-2080. Or you can shoot us an email at spoilercountry at gmail.com. of the Spoilerverse, and welcome back to Spoiler Country. I'm Johnny Horsey, doing this game solo, because Kenny's not moving, and today, got something special for you, we got Christopher Sabella and Ben Sears talking about their OGN, Dead Dudes. Now, this is a graphic novel that's come out, it is a really cool book, I had a chance to read it, it's a lot of fun, uh, you're gonna enjoy it, you're gonna enjoy it, so to get out there and read it, it's pretty awesome, it just came out in October, and here is our interview with Chris and Ben, because you're gonna like it, so stick around for the end though, we'll tell you something else. Guys, we are back, and today on the show, it's going to be amazing because we have two wonderful people here with us today that maybe you're a fan, maybe you read Crowded last year, or The Masterpiece Test, or maybe you know all about Night Air and Double Plus by Ben Sears. I don't know, but right now we have Ben Sears and Christopher Sabella on. Guys, thanks so much for joining. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for thanks for letting us come on. Yeah, yeah. So you guys are out there right now. You have a new book out called Dead Dudes with Oni Press. And maybe you can give our audience an, an elevator pitch of what it's about mm-hmm. and what they can expect. Yeah, just basically it's about it's about three dudes who are they're in it, one of those ghost hunting shows that you see plastered everywhere on cable. I love it. And so their show is about to get canceled, and as a last-ditch measure, they go to this place they've been saving, like the most haunted place in the world. And when they get there, they get they die, um, and then they come back as ghosts. And then it's <laughs> it's the year anniversary of their death, and their biggest rivals have shown up to do a big special, and all the ghosts want to kill all the living people. So now our three titular dead dudes have to save the living while also trying to prove to the world that ghosts actually do exist. That sounds awesome. Yeah. That sounds hilarious. How did you guys get together to uh, even do this? Because Ben, you're like in Kentucky, Chris, you're on the West coast over in Oregon. And then you have Warren out in Dallas and Ryan in California. How do you guys even keep all this together and, and find each other for this? 
Internet. <laughs> yeah, I think I can't remember. I guess me and Chris were like mutual Tumblr followers. That gives you an idea of when this started. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, I think we just kind of linked up on the air, and then I, I guess he just some. It's either Chris or someone at Oni was like, "Hey, do you want to work on this with Chris?" And I was like, "Yeah, of course. Why not?" Yeah. Yeah. Chris, how did the idea come to you? Did you, is this something you've been toiling around with for a long time and finally just put it to paper? Or is this something that kind of hit you like a bolt of lightning and you sat up straight in bed and said, I got to write this? But more it was that, like, I, I used to watch, I used to watch Ghost Adventures, which is, uh, I watched the that dumbest one too. of all the, yep. Yeah. Like three of the stupidest people you could ever meet <laughs> locked in a sane asylum together, like, who don't, yeah, they're just like complete idiots, and it, it, like, I really enjoyed it. I just enjoyed the fact that like somehow they were making it work, and basically, like I, I had sort of come up with this rough idea of you know ghost hunters dying and coming back as ghosts, and then one night my then editor at Oni just texted me, and he was like, "How come you've never pitched us a uh, ghost hunting book?" And I was like, oh, I totally have an idea. I'll write it up tonight and send it to you. And that's what I did. I just sat down, wrote it up, like sort of figured out how to make it an actual story instead of just like, here's a funny joke I came up with. Yeah. But yeah, it just kind of all mostly spilled out at once. It's awesome. Enough that like I felt confident to send it to Oni. And then they said, they weirdly said yes to it. And then, yeah, I never expected to like, uh, I never expected to work with Ben period, much less on something like this. Like yeah. it's just, but all the stars aligned in a very weird way. And we've been working on this for like the last six years or so. Wow. So, yeah. Well, not, full-time but it's yeah yeah that's awesome so when you guys so chris i watched some interviews with you today on youtube and you made me laugh because in one of them you're talking about one you're sick of seeing just a bunch of stories that are the same with white heterosexual men so you really wanted to do something that was out of a comfort zone and two you didn't know you don't always know exactly what you're writing about as you're writing it. You let it form in front of you as you're going through the process of your writing. Does this story kind of fall into that realm of, Hey, you know, once I got like halfway through, I kind of understood what I had, or did it get to the end? And you're like, Oh, now I totally know what I'm doing here. No, like, yeah, I don't know. Dead dudes is such a weird outlier. Cause it's yeah. like, I love the title. It was just by like the way. A- Oh, there's a whole story behind the title. Oh, you got to uh, tell us. <laughs> and we, <laughs> I mean, originally it was called uh, Ghost Bros because that's what I used to call Ghost Adventures. That's not bad either. Was, uh, <laughs> no, I thought it was great. And I was like, here's the one title I never have to worry about. No one's ever going to take this title. Like, why right. would they? And then, Think again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think our editor emailed us and was like, hey, Lorne Michaels just filed a trademark on the, the word Ghost Bros. Or like he had basically was like coming up with a show or a movie. Yeah. Oh. So he's like, yeah. So now we can't do Ghost Bros. So then, yeah. After much struggling, I was just like, <laughs> Dead Dudes basically sums it up. <laughs> but yeah, for Dead Dudes, like it was very much just like, I mean, I wanted to. My main goal was to find a way to make this feel a bit more than just like the funny joke of like ghost hunters coming back as ghosts like i wanted it to 
I don't know. It's not a super deep book, and I don't think we're like handing out life lessons or anything in this. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I wanted to make it feel like it was worth the reader's time to sit down with it and plow through it and, you know, like make it more satisfying than just like, I don't know. Sometimes you watch a movie and you're like, oh, this should have been a Twilight Zone episode, but they made it three times as long. Right. So I just wanted to not do that. I wanted to like pack it as full of like cool funny stuff as we could and you know get in and get out without wearing out our welcome yeah has the pandemic and the change how you're writing at all it's made it worse has uh, it? my productivity is just like in the toilet so <laughs> yeah i i don't know why either because like my life wasn't that different before right uh we went to lockdown i think it's just like knowing that like Oh, even if I wanted to go somewhere else, I just can't. Uh, right. So, yeah, I, and, and just like things just, you know, every time I look at the news, it's like, oh, this is getting worse and worse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, no, I mean, my, I don't think it's really changed anything about my work, except that it's harder to do. Yeah. Ben, uh, when you started working on the script, when Chris was sending you the script over and you started drawing it, you know, what kind of direction were you thinking of as you were going? Because you have a very distinct art style uh, that is fantastic, by the way. And, you know, when you're going through it, were you like, I want to do some things differently? Or did you have a vision in mind as soon as you read that script the first time? Well, that's a good question because I think, like, I was thinking back and the first issue I think I drew in like 2015. So that would have been like, the second like real comic that I'd ever drawn. So I would basically just was like excited to, you know, sit down and draw it. I didn't really have like a vision in mind, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Like I wasn't, I didn't really have, I had a style, but it wasn't like completely nailed down. So when he sent the script, it was just like, okay, so, you know, you can, you can kind of picture what all of these guys look like just by the way Chris wrote them. Which, you know, I don't want to judge books by their cover, but with Ghost Bros, I feel like you can do that. Right. Pretty so, yeah, it was, I don't know. It wasn't really a challenge or anything. It was just like, yeah, these guys look like this and, you know, they go to the gym all the time and dress like jerks. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Uh Chris, you've had some real good success the last few years. Crowded was a big hit. Test was a big hit. And now if you go, when if and when cons come back, when you go to a con, you're seeing people cosplay as your characters. What goes through your head when you see that? Because to me, if I feel like I saw somebody dressing up as characters that I've created, I, I, I might, I, I don't know how to process it. Yeah, no, that's the first like minute or two. And then I, it's just super cool. Like it's... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's like an like an experience I can draw a connection with in comparison. Right. It's just like, I, and it's not not even so much the costume. It's that like somebody out there like likes your book enough that they're gonna like go to the effort of putting together an outfit that matches like what's on the page. It's just yeah, it's still bizarre to me. Like so, yeah, I don't know. I spent so long just like writing for myself and never showing anybody that like now that like people are actually like reading my stuff and reacting strongly enough to like 
like just people reading my stuff is weird. Like yeah. the fact that they are taking it an extra step is like it's already like there's already icing on the cake. So this is like dropping a bag of M and M's on top. <laughs> Uh, that's how you get diabetes. <laughs> it, yeah, moderation is the key. You don't want to do that every day. But that's why I only experience it at cons. Oh, that's hilarious. But how is Oni Press with you guys right now? They're, I, I feel like for creator own and independents, they're like one of the better companies to work with. We have one of the guys that has a podcast uh, with our network. His name is uh, Greg Smith, and he writes junior braids of the apocalypse with michael tanner and yeah he says nothing but great things what's that i I actually lettered the first book of that oh cool did you really that's That's cool it's a good friend of ours yeah he's a really good friend of ours he lives right down the street from us yeah and he has podcasts on our network (laughs) that's funny but so you start lettering is that how you got into the comic books did you start lettering first and then kind of build up the the ability not the ability but the bravery i think it is to show your work to get into comics itself? No, I went about it really weirdly. Like I basically, I just like packed up. I used to live in Kansas city, Missouri Mm -hmm. and was running out of money and didn't know what I was going to do. And I was like, screw it. I'm going to, I'm going to move to Portland where I know there are two publishers and a bunch of people in comics. And I'm going to try and break into comics. So Portland's a great town to do it. And I got here. Yeah, no. And I did it like, as soon as I got here, like my biggest client was like, yeah, we're moving everything in house. So we don't need you anymore. Um, that's nice. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, so then I just started looking for gigs that were like comics adjacent. I, I spent three years doing flatting, which is basically like, you know, coloring in the pages before the colorist makes them look like good. Yeah. Flattening the image and stuff. That's important. Yeah. Yeah, and I did that for three years, and then I, I learned how to letter by lettering my first book. And then, you know, I was never super good at it. So, like, even on, like, Junior Braves, like, someone came in and cleaned up all the mistakes I made and made it look legitimately good. So I don't want to take too much credit, but <laughs> but it, it made me feel like I was sort of part of the industry when I was yeah. still, like, on the outside looking in. That's cool. But the lettering is so important. So now... When you on your books and you're seeing the lettering come across, are you hypercritical or, or are you, yeah, that's better than I could do. So, no. I'm good, or I'm happy. I'm happy. Yeah, no. Cause it's all, it's always like, I, I stopped lettering my own stuff and started hiring letterers Smart. because like they legitimately know what they're doing. Yeah. And yeah, they always make it better, like a, a hundred times better. Uh, and like so much that like when we took high crimes, my first like real book back to press, I hired a letterer to go in and clean up my lettering on it. Cause I was just so embarrassed. <laughs> ben, when you are getting it, when you got into working and doing your own stuff, at what point did you think, yeah, I think I can do this for a living. Or are you still at that point of thinking mm, maybe a little bit more and then I can do it for a living? Um, I don't know. I think when I first started, I was like so caught up in just doing it um, that I was like, I'll just keep doing it. And, you know, I luckily wasn't concerned about the money part because I was just doing self-publishing. It's like make, you know, 50 copies of this and sell all of them. That's a total success. But I mean, I've been doing it pretty much full time for like four years now, four or five years. So 
yeah i mean it's comics so like the money's never enough to just make your living off of one thing so right. it's a lot of money from different not a lot of money but it's money from different places yeah, you gotta um, diversify so yeah like yeah so i don't know i mean it would be pretty cool to make a living from comics but i feel like there's a lot of different stuff you have to juggle to uh, fund the things that you want to do so I, I got to be honest, Ben, it's hard to, to come up with poignant questions to ask you because there just wasn't a lot like Chris was a lot easier. I mean, he's got, you know what I mean? There's a lot of stuff out with him right now. And then he's, you're, there's quite a few uh, interviews on YouTube and, and other places. So it was easy, but with yours, it was difficult. And, but one of the funny things, I don't know if you know, but there's a guy, there's a, there's a yoga master guy named Ben Sears. And he has a yeah, whole thing. Of, that I, got to... <laughs> I was like, is this him? Is he a yoga man and a comic? And I was like, oh, no, that's not the same guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, not a fan of that guy. But <laughs> I did get the Ben Sears handle on every social media platform before he did. So. Oh, good for you. I know. There's a uh, there, yeah. there's somebody that has Kenrick.com, and I was so mad because they do like they make like brackets for sports betting. And I'm yeah. like, what? <laughs> and I was so bummed. Cause he got the uh, URL like in 97 and I checked in like in 1998 and I was just like, no. So that's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm not the yoga guy. So. No. <laughs> you should make a yoga character though. And just, you know, you could really give it to him. I feel like that guy would be friends with the ghost bro. So, cause he looks like a total moron <laughs> <laughs> he looks a little douchey <laughs> yeah well, i mean he's like a yoga instructor i think he does like that weird like cult yoga uh-huh. i don't know what the, it's like starts with a b but is it yeah, the hot I mean, yoga man i couldn't tell you i'm not super yeah i just saw yoga. i just saw all the youtube stuff he has and i'm just like this can't be the same guy you know what i mean he's, no, he's like always got his shirt off, and it's like, dude, calm down. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I he might... probably doesn't own a shirt. He's just shirtless all the time. What's that? He probably doesn't even own a shirt. He's just always shirtless. Yeah, I got a. I, I have a buddy that is always has a shirt off, and I finally was just teasing him so much. So now when I come around, he's always putting his shirt on. He's like, "Why do you care?" I'm like, "Cause, dude, I don't want your chesticle hair all over the place. Seriously, <laughs> I don't want to deal with that." <laughs> I ain't got time for that. So it's never that hot. <laughs> <laughs> so double plus is a web comic. And now uh, you've, and I think when did you release the uh, volume one? Cause you can get it on Amazon, right? Um, so it's got a diverse publishing history. Um, oh, nice. Because it's like, it actually, it didn't start off as a web comic. It was just on, it ran on a website after I'd finished the print version. Yeah. So like the first one was self-published and then I got picked up by Koyama press, which is a publisher out of Toronto and did a series of four books with them. But in between all those books, I would do like, you know, some self-published side stories or something. So yeah, it's like, it's hard to describe what exactly it is, but I don't know. It's kind of leaning into like detective stuff now. Like it started off as kind of adventure sci-fi and now it's more Rockford Files with kids. <laughs> Rockford Files with kids. I love that. Yeah. If people don't know, you should look up the Rockford Files because James Gardner and that was amazing. So 
Great show. When does Dead Dudes officially release so people can get out there and pick it up? I think September. September yeah. 16th. That sounds right. So we're gonna so this is gonna be released in late August. We want people to be able to go down to their LCS and order it, say, Hey, I want Dead Dudes number one. I want Dead Dudes as it comes out. And so it's coming out in September, so we were told to release it's this. It's just in coming August. out as, as one volume. Yeah. Just a, it's just like an OGN, right? Yeah. yeah. We started working on it as issues, but I think we all just kind of decided it works better just as one big thing. Yeah. Um, so is it going to com- one complete tight story, or is there chances of more coming out later down the road? I, I could definitely find an excuse <laughs> to do more. I don't know if there's really more to be said. You know, yeah. it's like... But you had fun also, making like, it's been like seven years since, at least since I started That's crazy. Um, on it. So, you know, it's like uh, one of the great things about doing a book about something that, you know, you're mildly obsessed with or like super into is that when you're done with the book, you can be done with that thing too. Yeah. So I don't know. Like it can become very cathartic. Like, yeah. And I'll just like close the chapter on like that period of time when I was super <laughs> into these knuckleheads hunting for ghosts. <laughs> I can't wait to read this because all you guys have done is talk shit on the main protagonist. And I'm just so excited to read this thing. <laughs> it was a struggle to like, like that was the hardest part was like trying to make like these dudes who I would never like want to hang out with <laughs> somehow, like if not lovable, at least like tolerable. Right. Um, but yeah. I don't, you know, it's a challenge. Like that's why I like uh, writing. Is like, uh, it's like, how do I make a bunch of assholes enjoyable for <laughs> you know 120 pages? I love it though because Just bad things happen to them. Oh. Yes, <laughs> when bad things happen to assholes, it is a good time. So. <laughs> There's plenty of that. I'm excited. I'm I'm really excited to read this because just the way you guys are describing it and the fact that they're assholes, just you don't get a lot of books that do that. Some people can do like Captain like Stern. Did you ever read that? The Bernie Wrightson comic. Oh no, I never from have, heavy metal. Oh well, Captain Stern was that. He was a lovable asshole, you know. And it's the same kind of thing. And and I just love those stories because you don't get characters like that very often that are done well. So I'm excited to read this. Yeah, no, I, I like to, I sort of specialize in assholes. So um, <laughs> it was good to do one that was like, just sort of like flat out funny and just kind of weird. Yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, it's, there's, I'll never do another book like Dead Dudes. Like it is its own thing. It's a weird art object and I'm super happy about it. That's awesome. How was working with Oni Press on this? Uh, Good. Like, uh, they let us take our time because, yeah. you know, Ben was working on his stuff. I was working on my stuff and, you know, they were never like, you need to be done with this right now. They understood that like, you know, we, you know, everybody's like juggling a million things to stay alive and yeah. thrive. So they just gave us the room to like do it at our speed. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that do- nice. The the publishers out there, man, some of them are doing really well with everything that's going on and understand the creative process. And then you have a few that are very stringent, let's put it that way. So it's good to hear that they're giving you the room and giving you the, the time to breathe to be able to make this thing happen. It's awesome. 
Cool. Yeah, like, like you know, at a certain point, they were like, you know, okay, we should wrap this up, <laughs> which I think is it's good to have limits, like right. you know, and somebody say like, okay, like you're never gonna make it perfect, like let's just let's just settle with like really good. So yeah, I like boundaries because as a, as somebody who like works from home, I don't have any. I like it. I like. It. I don't. I don't have any boundaries either right now because I work from home and it's tough because. I don't know. I'm a people person. I like to be around people. I'm very extrovert, more than an introvert. Johnny is the introvert of the group. He loves yes, being I able am. to work from home <laughs> and not have to worry about it. He wants to work on his comics and do his art and not have to worry about anything. And then I like to be out there talking with everybody. So this is a weird time right now, you know? So this is our time. This is the introvert's time. Like we <laughs> finally win. Right. It's our time to it's shine. Been- <laughs> Yeah, it's not really been that different from normal. So, yeah, like we've been training for this. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're ready. Cue Rocky music. <laughs> uh, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Everybody out there, get on this. Go to your LCS. Check out Dead Dudes. Comes out in September. Get an order right away because I think this one's going to be very special and a lot of fun. And you're probably going to sit there and, and and laugh your butt off as you go through it. So, Chris, Ben, thank you so much, man. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank you. All right, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Ben, for joining us. Really appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, it was a lot of fun. We had a really good, really good chat with them. Uh, we got a, the bumper they gave us is pretty funny. So thanks again for that. And uh, every other, go check out Dead Dudes. It's a lot of fun. It's a really, cool, really cool story. Really cool book. And the, the whole, the whole concept is a lot of fun. Now, if you enjoyed that, and I know you did, go to spoilerverse.com and check out all of our other back issues. So many interviews with writers and creators of all walks of earth of all walks of the earth, of artists, of directors, of producers, of actors, of musicians. It's just, there's so much stuff there, you're going to find stuff you like. Then, go to scpod.us slash Discord, join our Discord server. Now again, there's a lot to say here, but all, it's all on the website. Join the Discord server and let's have some fun. Also, go to the store, buy a shirt, look fly as hell. And then, lastly, but not leastly, Enlotion's a podcast. We are Cthulhu. And as Cthulhu, come what you do? Open the mind and read more.